Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. We continue learning Hodot Halevavot, Duties of the Heart by Rabbi Bahia Ibn Pakuda. And we're still in chapter three in the gate of serving God. And last week we were talking about the seven reasons why exhortation of the Torah is necessary. And I explained to you that exhortation means that uh, that when somebody is pleading to us or begging us to keep Torah, to keep Torah and mitzvot. So we talked about the first three, and today we begin with the fourth. And Rabbi Pakuda says it is widely recognized that a man's obligation of serving corresponds to the degree of favor bestowed upon him. So we are as responsible as the kindness that Hashem has given us. So, for example, if a person was born in a wealthy home with great parents, loving parents, and he was given love, and he was given nourishment, and he was given everything that he needed to grow in a, in a healthy way, with going to a good school, with good friends, and everything was given to him in a silver platter, this person has a very big obligation in his service to God because he has to serve God with everything God gave him. He cannot take for granted all these gifts. He cannot uh, be a bum for his life. He has a, a big responsibility. So it says here that in every generation there are events which, which occasion one people to be singled out from all other peoples for God's special favor. So what he's saying is that in every generation Hashem gives certain people certain uh, let's say kindness, certain tools in their lives because they have to serve in a larger, larger scale in that generation, be it with money, be it with intelligence, being with, uh, with um, a kindness, being with whatever that Hashem has given that person more than anybody else. So for instance, God chose us by bringing us out of the land of Egypt dividing the Red Sea and the other favors which follow, which are too well known to mention. Like the Jewish people uh, were given a lot of kindness from God. We were 210 years enslaved in Egypt. Then Hashem gave us 10 plagues to the Egyptians to let the Jewish people go. And then from then on, Hashem would do miracle after miracle after miracle to help the Jewish people get out of Egypt and into the Promised Land. So the Jewish people, by definition, have a big responsibility in the world because we're not like any other people. We're a people that has been given a lot of, of miracles, open, revealed, and magnified that as a people has made uh, the Jewish people, like the chosen people, what it means is like we're the big brothers of the world. We, have, we carry the world in our shoulders. It's our responsibility to live up to what Hashem has given us and to be an example to the rest of the world. So you have seen what I did in Egypt and how I carried you on eagle's wings and brought you to me. Uh, and now if you listen carefully to my voice and keep my covenant, you will be for me a special treasure amongst all people, for all the earth is mine, and you will be for me a kingdom of priests and holy nation. So Hashem is telling the Jewish people, because I gave you this, this is what I expect from you. 
And then number five, it says the stimulus provided by the Torah is an introduction and preface to the stimulus provided by the intellect and serves as proof for it. The reason for this is that a man in his youth needs training and guidance and he needs to restrain his physical desires until his intellect grows strong and firm. So what it's telling us here is that when we're young, and in mature, we, we go more through our emotions, through our desires, what make pleasure, we're seeking pleasure, we're running away from pain. And with age and learning Torah, we come to learn about how to st uh, stimul stimul uh, stimulate ourselves intellectually, like how to learn and, and become more in tune with our intellect will allow us to be less in tune with our desires, with our mundane desires. Because a person, for example, a child will eat something that is not healthy, he doesn't have an intellectual appreciation of what's healthy, what's not healthy. But as you grow older, a person will be put a big piece of chocolate cake in front of them and intellectually he, come, he can come to say no because you know what, I know that if I eat this cake it's gonna not be healthy for me, it has too much sugar, sugar causes diabetes, this causes that, this causes that, and intellectually a person can come to comprehend that that piece of cake is not gonna be healthy for him. So he says okay, but I want a little bit, he'll eat one spoon, two spoons, but he'll have the power to say no and be able to contain himself. But a child, since he's intellectually immature, he won't be able to say no. So the Torah was founded upon the poles of hope of reward and fear of punishment. Whoever does not fall short in fulfilling the obligations of the Torah is on the level of the pious and pure and is worthy of reward in this world and in the next. But whoever rises from this level to the service inspired by the intellect is on the level of the prophets and the chosen ones of the Most High, the saints, and his reward in this world is joy in the sweetness of serving Hashem. So what he's telling us here is that God created a world in which there's cause and consequence and we have love and fear of God. It's something that is natural inside of us. So fear of Hashem really keeps us away from trouble. It's something innate that we have to have because a person knows if he jumps off a building in the 45th floor, he knows that most likely he's not gonna survive. So the fear of dying will not allow him to do this or or, or that he's gonna be completely uh, paralyzed, will not allow him to do this. So the same way the, the person that loves Hashem and does things for Hashem because out of love, out of, of intellectual, intellig intellectual reasoning of Hashem. So a person that will sit down and look at a sunset, look at the ocean, see how the world was created. He's meditating on Hashem's greatness. His service to God is going to be in a much higher level than the service out of fear. Because he's going to do it out of his in, in, in intellect, out of his own conviction to serve God. Not because of an external factor that doesn't allow him to do otherwise. So the sixth one, the Torah, includes obligations that cannot be explained in the intellect. Namely the commandments that have the origin in revelation alone. And also may your principles called for the intellect. This is because the people at the time of the Torah was given to them were on a level at which they were dominated by physical desires and were too weak of mind. The Torah 
had one approach for them and the people were exhorted equally in regard to both classes of duties, those called for the intellect and those whose origin was in revelation alone. So the people that received the Torah, that generation, it's a very interesting generation because it's a generation that served 210 years as slaves in Egypt. They, when they came out of Egypt, they had a slave mentality and uh, they, they saw miracle, miracle after miracle after miracle. Hashem brought the ten plagues to the Egyptians, then he took them out of Egypt, then he, he uh, divided the, the Red Sea, he, he opened it for them so they could get through. He then fought uh, wars for them and won. The manna would fall from the heavens and they would eat miraculous food. They, their clothes would never get dirty. They would grow in their clothes. It was a miraculous existence. So obviously when they came to receive the Torah, Naseh Nishma, we will do and then we will learn. They were in a very low level because they were doing out of, 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 of reverence for all these miracles that Hashem did for them. And sometimes Hashem sends to us certain aha moments in our lives that are miraculous that really shake us up and help us connect to Hashem. But this is not the way in which we're going to be connected to Him forever. Because, as I said last week, as it comes, it goes. Once you get that aha moment, you have to really act on it, because if not, it can disappear. And the, and the proof is that when the Jewish people received the Torah, and they were in a very high spiritual level, you know, Moshe went up to the heavens for 40 days to receive the Torah, and he, they uh, did a miscalculation for a few hours, and the next thing you know, they're idol-worshipping the golden calf. So here you see people who were in such a level, they received the whole Torah, they saw, uh, they heard the, the voice of Hashem, they saw all these miracles, and suddenly they're already worshipping an idol. So what he's telling us here is that the intellect is something that is very important to nourish. Like the, the chokmah, the, the seichel. We have to come to, to do the mitzvot and to learn Torah out of intellectual delight. Because when you intellectually come to understand that this is Hashem's will, this is what God wants from you, and you start to realize that the world was made for this purpose and you and Hashem gave you all these tools and he gave you everything he gave you so you can fulfill this purpose then intellectually you're going to start feeling responsible you're going to start feeling that you owe God that you have to do this that this is the whole purpose for you being here but and that is eternal that doesn't go away so so easily it stays with you so the seventh one it says the Torah has reached us through the meditation of a man, Moshe, through whom signs and wonders were revealed, and all the people had equal access to them through their senses and could not deny them, and the message that he brought within him in the name of the Creator was authenticated by proofs apprehensible to the senses and to intellect. This was in addition to the innate intellectual stimulus that was implanted in man's nature from the beginning of his creation. So Hashem sent us Moshe Rabbeinu and every generation he sends a guide, a, a shepherd to guide us, to take us, to show us the way and, uh, and to stimulate our intellect and to make us wonder and, and, and want to know more and want to question. And this is something that is very important. And he says here 
that regardless where you are intellectually emotionally we all have to keep the Torah the same way it doesn't matter who you are in where which part of the world you live Shabbat is Shabbat kosher is kosher if it's harder for you in a place well that's what you have to do it you have to put more effort in the effort Hashem is gonna give you more merit than he gives to a person that walks into a store and gets everything kosher but it's the same Torah for all of us. It, it doesn't matter if you're intelligent or not intelligent. We all have the responsibility to keep it in the same way. So I wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.